Trevor Jackson Podcast. So, man, episode 20 on the Trevor Jackson Podcast. It's a special one, man. I got my dog. I got to give him his flowers. Let him know that he's legendary. He's been doing legendary stuff. You know what I'm saying? Creating legendary content. And you know what I mean? We got T. Reese in the building on this episode. So, you know what I mean? We calling in for real on the Trevor Jackson podcast. Fuck T. Reezy. I remember my man nigga got in the hits. seventh grade wearing the same shit from the fifth you know what grade. Saying? That nigga Plenty of hits. What? Held the 615 down Hold for a long time, man. Getting high to so, the We about to rock with it, man. What it do, my brother? How you doing today, fam? I'm good. What's happening, fam? Hey, I'm How just about cool. Yourself? I'm just cooling. That's all, I man. For real, yes, man. Sir. So what's been going down in 2020? How you been living this year, man? Everything great, fam. Um, about to release, uh, re-release the 07 mixtape, uh, It's That Hard, uh, with a uh, new cover. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. About to uh, hit the studio again and drop some new music, man. And just, just working, man. Hey, that's what's good. That's what's good. We got to keep creating, man. That's what we was we was put on earth for, to create content to to be remembered by, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, man, like, looking over your career or whatever, you know what I'm saying, for as long as I've been knowing you, shit, you've been putting in work. You've been getting it in, you know what I'm saying? I done seen you in movies. I done seen you feature on plenty of people tracks. You know what I'm saying? I done seen you travel doing uh-huh. shows on tours. You know what I'm saying? Being in, in the cover of magazines or whatever. And uh I seen that you right. linked up uh with them boys in Savannah too though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh linked up with uh Pertain, man, uh, shortly after Camouflage uh, unfortunately passed, man. Um that, that was a real good experience. For uh, for me, um, did a lot of work with uh, Ron Bad Daddy, Mike Nelson. Uh, shout out to Lou Mine, the CEO of Pure Pain. Uh, Fat Boy, you know he was the one making beats down there. Fat Boy Beats, man. Um, he uh, he he's the one that made that. If I'm not mistaken, he made that wasted for Gucci Man. Yeah, yeah. When he got flies on, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was rocking with Fat Boy now before he even made that wasted, wasn't it? Right, right. Yeah, before uh, I said, boy, you know, was still, uh, you know, getting out the mud out here. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. He got a number one hit record, too, now. So, <laughs> that's which, which record? Which record you talking about? You talking about the Gucci? Yeah, that, that Wasted, that went number one. That's the only record Gucci got that ever went number one was the Wasted. Really? Man, that's surprising. Yeah. That's surprising right there. Yeah, that man, a rocket goose. that man done dropped a hundred albums, only got one number one record. Yeah, that was a good one, though. Yeah. That boy liked him with that one. Sure did. He sure did, fam. And, yeah. uh, like, I know everybody know Reezy Wody music for the Lincolns and Lacks record. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The Lincolns and Lacks yeah. was a smash. Like, you, you dropped that before streaming even existed, you know what I'm saying? And, and was killing right. it, doing numbers and 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 touching bases with a lot of people. Like, how did that the creation of that song came about? 
Um, okay, well, Lincoln's Relax, you know, uh, I wrote that junk, uh, just one night, Sam, uh, I really based it off an instrumental I heard from a, from a No Limit song. Uh, mm. I, it was Prime Suspect. I think the song was called Old Lady. It had Fiend and Snoop on there. But, um, yeah, uh, and I ended up putting, uh, my homeboy T Minutes on there and, you know, Tim, Bless me with the the last hit on the on the song and mm-hmm. you know I was I was young you know what I mean I I came in there making it a dirty version you know what I mean and Tim called me the next day and said he said man you got to come in here and and make this job clean you feel me so mm-hmm. but that's that's when I knew I had something when when Tim called me and told me you know you got to come in and make it clean I knew I had something yeah but um we put the single out before the album came out. I say we put the single out maybe in, um, it came out like early 2000, maybe 2001 to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we get a lot of love from college radio. Mm-hmm. And then uh, got a lot of love in Jackson, Tennessee. Of course, Nashville, you know, they just got played on one-on-one, the beat. That's major in Nashville. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, put the single out first, and then the the Fast Life album came out shortly after. But um, yeah, Lincoln's Relax it made a, a lot of noise, man. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, Lincoln's Relax. Yeah. Before I even knew who T. Reezy was, like uh, I seen the posters for uh, Lincoln's and Lex and the album coming soon. Uh-huh. Fast Life album. So, like, did you have a promotion team or whatever, or like? I don't know, like, cause we we was in the streets, we was hands on, we had to be hands on with everything. It wasn't no, you know what I'm saying, social media to uh, promote and put flyers out. We was hands on, we had to be hands on. So, did you have a promotion team, or it was just you and the and the guys out getting to it? It was just me and my guys, man. You know, uh, we didn't really have a promotional team, so to speak. Uh, but we we had a team, but it was just me and my guys, you know. Uh, yeah. Just, Getting how we live, you know. So mm-hmm. we was hitting the streets, uh, putting up posters and flyers, and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of footwork back then. You know, if we had, if we would have had the internet, all the access that we have to the internet today, then you know, we we would have that song would have took off even more. But I, I did mention Jackson, Tennessee, but you know, we got a lot of uh, love in Alabama, Mississippi, um, mm-hmm. also with their record, and you know places that I might not even know, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because we weren't able to to see all the reach that we was, you know what I'm saying, doing back then. Like, the difference of the right. game, the difference in the game now is that everybody is on their phone or the, on the computer promoting their music when if they go out in the streets, they probably would get more recognition. Like, if you're doing it in real life, it uh, what, the, what's going on in real life will uh, make it to the computer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without yeah, you even absolutely. having to promote it. Yeah. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, like, uh, tell me about, like, you know what I'm saying, your relationship, like, with Kwani Cash. You know what I'm saying? Because you and Kwani, y'all did records together. You was in the movie that he, he recently re-released on Amazon Prime and, uh, he got it everywhere for sale. I just had to repurchase it because I said, oh, man, that movie. That was a cold movie, man. 
Man, Kwani a real dude, man. Kwani, I always kept it 100 with me. You know, um, I reached out to Kwani to feature on a song on my Slow Grind album called Ghetto, you know, and um, we just, you know, we, we built a relationship from there. Um, told him, you know, if you got any spots. I knew he was working on the movie, Lord Can Respect, at the time, and I told him if he had any spots in the movie, you know what I mean? I, let me jump in there, you know, and... uh he did, you know. He hit me back up, and he got in the movie, and that's that's that's, that's a classic movie that uh, loyalty and respect, man. And um, you know, that was that was good looking from Quanny, man. Yeah, Quanny, mm-hmm. Quanny, a real dude. He always been really humble, man. You know, a lot of people in Quanny position wouldn't be humble like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. much much respect to Quanny Cash. Hey, that's what's up, man. Cause like. It's two movies in in Tennessee like that's legendary. My opinion, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the yeah. two movies is Choices by Three Six, and it's Loyalty and Respect by Quanny Cash. Them the two most legendary movies ever created in the state. You know what? I can't argue with that. Yeah, I can't argue with that at all. You know, I might be a little biased towards Loyalty and Respect, but you know, I'm I'm a huge. Uh, Three six mafia fan, you know. So no, I wasn't yeah. ranking them one and two though. I was just saying those are the two. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. You right. I agree. I totally agree with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, those are the two. I would have to say myself. So like I'm looking at uh, T Reezy playlist and songs like, what was your connection like with Black Folk Inc? How you link up with Black Folk Inc? You know what I'm saying? We used to do a lot of promotion in this magazine called The Hole that was based out of Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. And the editor um, of the magazine, he linked us up, you know. And uh, yeah, those some good dudes, man. Um, Wild and B-Low. Uh, yeah, those, those some, some real dudes, man. Uh, they still doing music, you know, just like I am. Um, but that's, that's basically how we linked up. And uh, yeah, I just featured on a few of their songs. Um, you know, we did we did uh, a lot of work together. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, them boys based out of Alabama, ain't they? Nah, they based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, dang, I didn't even know that Chattanooga four, boy. Yeah, four, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, okay. And you know what I'm saying, man, like, I, I can't wait to hear the new Reezy record, to be honest with you, because... Like I know what you're capable of. You the uh, you know what I'm saying. You the the plug. You the sound in the south. Like I could tell who you was inspired by, but the people listening to the podcast might not know who Reezy Woody was inspired by. But like, name a couple of artists that inspired your your flow and your sound or whatever. I know, you know what I'm saying. Life experiences created the the sound and the swag or whatever, but who was some artists that you was listening to? You was like, oh, them boys cold, I'm rocking with this. Of course, UGK, man. Uh, long live the pimp, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Pimp C, Pimp C was a, a heavy influence to me. Uh, too Short. Um, of course, Tupac, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the greatest. Um, Ball and G. Mm-hmm. 3-6 Mafia. Skinny. Skinny Pimp. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out. Ghetto Boys, NWA, easy, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I was uh, heavily influenced by 
Cash Money, Cash Money Records, when they first uh, got their big deal, you know, when they came out with that uh, Juvenile 400 Degrees, uh, BG Top City in the Ghetto. Actually, oh, yeah. I was on BG before they got the deal with uh, It's All On You, Volume 1 and 2, you know. Um, but uh, And you and BG, my, y'all was working with the same graphic designer because I noticed, like, your artwork, you know what I'm saying, the 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 person that did your artwork was the same person who used to do BG artwork. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, L-type graphics. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were popping back then. Yeah, he was cold with it, man. It was that was that was levels to it. That grabbed your attention ASAP right when you walk into the store. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, man. Hey, it ain't it ain't you know what I'm saying much I can say about Reezy Wody, but when that new album come out, you got a title for the new album? I don't, man. Actually, I'm just really putting out singles. You know what I mean? Um I'm about to, you know, like I said, I'm about to re-release that It's That Hard from mm-hmm. 2007. You know, um, it'll be on our streaming platforms in about a week or so. Um, but I'm just, you know, working on singles. I'm not really uh, focused on the album, you know, right now. In this day and age, I don't even know if, uh, you know, a lot of consumers have the patience to listen to a whole 60-minute album, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, times change. Yeah. If an album longer than 30 minutes, it ain't even, folks ain't even got the attention span to listen to a 30 Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, they don't have the attention span to listen to you that long, man. So I'm just hitting them with, with songs, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, so. man, I, I can't wait to hear them new records, though, fam. For real. I can't wait either. I can't, I can't wait to get them to y'all. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when you when you came out with the uh, Lincoln's and Lax record and the Fast Life album, where was some of the, like, where was some of the places that you was performing at? Because I know you was everywhere. Like I used to be in touch with you. you. Used to be one minute, I'm in Savannah, I'm in Chat, I'm in Knoxville, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? You used to be everywhere performing, Johnson City. Right. Yeah. Um. Well. Born in Atlanta, you know, uh, with Big Oatmeal, Baby D, back when, back in them days when they was popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, opened up for Lil Wayne in Mississippi. I want to say it was Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, opened for Yo Gotti uh, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, yeah. my hometown. Um, let's see, uh, I did some shows in Knoxville. Uh, mm-hmm. Opened up for BG, Chopper from No Limit. Yeah. Um, Lil Boosie, I remember you performed, open, uh, did some shows with Lil Boosie before. Yeah, yeah, did some shows with Lil Boosie uh, before. Before Boosie was the Boosie, you know, that we know today. You know, yeah, um, yeah um, I'm, I'm leaving out some, so I don't want to leave. No <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, uh. What you think about the new age of hip hop, like the climate, what hip hop in is right now? Do you think like hip hop is in a good place, or do you think like the music trash or watered down or whatever? Well, I think it's I think it's a little watered down, but you know, um, I still rock with it. You know, to these young artists, 
get that money, get that day, man. That's what it's all about, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think the lyrical content is is where it used to be? No, I don't. You know, um, but I think a lot of that has to do with the, uh, you know, the the powers that be, you know, and what mm-hmm. they want. Yeah. They what they want the masses to hear. You know what I mean? They wanna they wanna dumb us down. They don't want us, you know, thinking too much. You yeah. feel me? So, so you know. Um, I think that's where it's at, but uh, but you know, get that money. That's all I can say. <laughs> get that bag, <laughs> man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So us being brothers from Tennessee or whatever, like I know the election coming up soon, and and voting. How important you think that is to do in Tennessee? Because me, my, I'm gonna give you my opinion before I, you know what I'm saying. Finish out the question or whatever. I feel like us voting in Tennessee is actually pointless because our perspective, we'll never win what we want to win. We'll have to vote locally to make some changes locally before we can make some changes with the presidential vote. But what's your perspective on like the black community or the hip hop community getting involved with voting in Tennessee? What can we do to, you know what I'm saying, sway the vote? Voting is, is, is very important to me, sir. You know, um, Tennessee is a red state. You know, um, I don't know whatever side you, you're you for, mm-hmm. just vote. You know what I mean? Uh, my ancestors went through hell and hot water for us to be able to vote. You know what I mean? And I don't take that lightly. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree that it's pointless. I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I don't agree that it's pointless. Um, voting is, is the most uh, powerful nonviolent weapon that we have, and I yeah. think we should exercise that to the fullest. Man, you know, um, whatever whatever side you know people that are listening may be for, uh, just just continue to vote. You know, uh, the, the more voters we have, the more things can change. You know. Um, Everybody, I hear people all the time talking about, you know, I'm just one person. My vote doesn't count. But, you know, if if we have uh, 10,000 people saying I'm just one person, I mean, that that could make the difference. That possibly could make the difference. So, yeah. you know, I, I get out and exercise your vote. You know, um, if you uh, if you are failing, you know what I mean, uh, just check and see if there's any possible, you know, loopholes that you can go through to, to get your right to vote back. You know, um, mm-hmm. just don't don't look at it like it's pointless or we defeated. You know what I mean? We gotta we gotta keep fighting. Yeah, yeah. Can't just yeah. give. That's like giving up if we don't. You know what I'm saying? Continue to fight because the reason the reason I asked you that question is because I was like wanting to ask you what you think about like the NBA. They was about to cancel the season. I think just a couple of days ago because of the. Uh, the recent situation in uh, Milwaukee or whatever, or Wisconsin, not Milwaukee, it was in Wisconsin. The Jacob, the Jacob guy well, yeah. got to cancel the season. Do you think that they should have continued on with canceling the season or just said, like, nah, we're going to. In my opinion, no. Um, you know, I commend them for what they did, for, you know, for taking a stand, um, putting pressure, you know, on uh, the owners to use their power. To, to stand up for these players. I mean, the NBA is majority black. I would I would say probably around eighty percent black. You know, um, 
you're you're owning and making all types of revenue off these black players, you know, if you're an owner. So I commend what they did, man. Put pressure on these owners to use their voice to make a change, you know. Um, but I think their voice will be stronger with the season continuing rather than ending. Um, you know, because if, if you're constantly, if you're playing, you're constantly, you know, in in people's face, in people's living room, on the TV screen, yeah. on ESPN, you know. Uh, and and I think that gives them a stronger voice rather than stopping the season, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I commend the NBA. Uh, LeBron and everybody else, man. I commend them for, yeah. for what they did because they hold a lot of power, man. You know, it's the first time in my lifetime I've ever seen something like that. Yeah. Games, uh, games stopped due to, you know, social injustice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't start with the NBA. It, it leaked over to Major League Baseball, uh, soccer, um, WNBA. Yeah. Even even NHL, even hockey had to get in on it. Yeah, so, you, you know, got, you I, got I, people in other countries kneeling and stuff like Kaepernick. Yeah, NASCAR right. and everything got involved. Right, man. I mean, um, I I commend them for what they did, man. That's just uh, yeah, it's a small step in uh, you know, in in getting getting justice, man. You know, um. Not gonna happen overnight. It's not gonna happen tomorrow. It's not gonna happen next year. But you know, whatever power that we have, or whatever friends we have in high position, let's let's use that power to make change. That's right. Let's make it happen. Yes, sir. For real. And, uh, yes, sir. And and before we we head out or whatever, found like I got one more question to ask. Well, they don't want to take too much of your time, found. I'm but, good. Fam. You can ask me anything, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, my nigga. No problem at all. Yeah. So, uh, before we head out, out or whatever, like, if you had to ride from Nashville to hot dang on D.C., about six to eight hour ride, and you could only choose one artist <laughs> to listen to all the way that that way. Who catalog would you choose, man? One artist or one group? Or any- it could be any genre, anything. You had one artist. You said we riding from Cashville. We riding out to this all the way from Cashville to DC. Um. It's a tie between UGK and Tupac. Mm. But, you know, but we're going to have to go some T reason. Now you feel me? So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry I can't answer your question with just one answer, but, you know, that's how, that's how it would go. Hey, that's what's up, fam. Hey, the world waiting yeah. on that new album, my brother. Thank yes, you for sir. coming on the Trevor Jackson podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, man. And y'all doing y'all thing with that podcast, man. I've, I've been checking you out, man. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. You and your homeboy from Sweet Hills, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing, man. Let's get uh, it, man. I, yes, sir. I rock with uh, Knoxville and Sea Hills, man. You had me in Sea Hills back in the day, man. 
There's a lot going on there, boy. You know what I mean? That's a, <laughs> a, 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 a legendary hood in Tennessee. That's all I'm going to say. That's a fact. That's a fact, my brother. Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> We're rolling now, family. Yes, sir. Roll on now, man. Thank you for having me, man. Cheers. Jackson Podcast.